Hello everyone, welcome to Dorks Are Dangerous, Chronicle 2, Session 2.5. Uh, we are joined by the fantastic cast uh, for this for this chronicle. Uh, we have Kirsty, Kaylee, Dave, and Johnny, and uh, their respective characters are Vesper, Nina, Lucian, and Boris. So we left Don't off. Don't forget about yourself, Bruce, the oh, DM. Of course, and I'm I'm Bruce. I'm I'm your I'm your DM. Hopefully, you uh, enjoy what we do here. Last we left. Our one, our wonderful adventurers. They were on the deck of the ship. Uh, they had been working through the week of events with the crew, learning their stations, learning various um, tasks and skills. And at the end of the session, uh, they. They had some interactions, some curious interactions with Mr. Parrish and our 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 wonderful trio of Spivey, Dirk, and and Rise. Memory serves, there was something come climbing up the side of the ship. And that's where we left oh, off. Boy, oh boy. So in retrospect. I believe you guys uh, wanted to do a little bit of research in your in your weekish time that has passed. So we're going to do a, a, a pause on our potential combat situation and rewind just a little bit and give you time to investigate and ask a few more questions. Perfect. I would, Nina will have told Lucian and Vesper about a box she's trying to find. She would describe it to them as, a, it's about, you would say, you said it's about a foot long or so, I believe, Bruce. Um, and it's got a broken edge and there's something silver on the inside. It's just nondescript and small, but that's what she's looking for about that size. And she would ask him to come down to the hold with her to help her investigate and see if it's down there. That particular crate you're looking for is uh, it's it's kind of um, it's about a foot and a half long, about a foot wide, and about maybe ten to twelve inches high. So it's not real big. Uh, has mm -hmm. handles on either side. Uh, the lid, when you saw it, was slightly ajar. Um, it's a it's a light brown wood pine type box, you know. Um, mm -hmm. but the lid was slightly ajar and a flash of silver caught your eye. That is much more descriptive than I thought it was. Okay. Probably not down the hole, but I still want to check just to make sure. Well, you had um, checked the first, the, the middle deck. Right. I want to go down to the hold to see if I can find it down there. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, Lucian. and definitely Lucian would be along for that journey. Yeah, Lucian, this is what we're looking for. If you could help me find it, um, That'd be great. Sure. I think we've asked around about the crate as well. So, I mean, there's no concept that this is a sneaky thing for Lucian. He's just like outright just looking around pretty brazenly, I think. Like, yeah, I don't as, think we're necessarily described, trying to be sneaky about it. Yeah. Well, as I described before, you've been around the, the crew. You're part of the crew. You, uh, you see crew mulling around, checking on on the, you know, the, the straps and the tie-downs and everything that's keeping, and the cargo netting, literally keeping things in place. So you wandering about things, checking them out, is pretty normal. Um, 
parallel track before we get too far into this. Uh, Boris, what are you up to? Nothing, really. Um, just... Not curious what, what these guys are doing? You're just kind of chilling out? Nope, because if they get thrown off the ship, that's better for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, this is one of the few times that Boris is probably on his best behavior oh. and hoping that these ding-dongs screw up before he does. Fair. Because it's only a matter of time before he screws up. <laughs> so... You know what, Johnny, that's a really good point. That's that's a really good point. You got to remember, anybody listening, is that it's really challenging to play one of these, a more negative, twisted character. So it's hard to bring that facet out of yourself when it's not a normal facet that you like to put forth in society, right? So kudos to you again on that. And uh, so a little bit of insight into Boris's character that he he'd be so accustomed to screwing up, he already knows he's going to. Like, it's only a matter of time before I do something or I fight somebody that wasn't wanting to fight. Right. So, for now, uh, like, I'll just lay it back in the uh, in the hammock that's been set up for me. And I'll watch these guys, like, mutter to themselves and, like, their secret mean girl click and then wander off. <laughs> and then just let them go. Sounds good. Uh, Sounds good. I and will... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, with searching the box, I will say that Nina's specifically been saying, I've, I've seen a damaged box that looks like what you've described, meaning she saw, like, a corner of it chipped and, like, broken, possibly, so she wants to mend it because she's been going around, like, mending sails, mending equipment, whatever the crew needs. Maybe you're, maybe not she's lying. Good so, front. But, nope, good front. I like so it. She's, so she's been saying, like, I think it's damaged. I think I saw that the lid was open when it shouldn't have been. Maybe the hinge is broken. I want to see if I can fix this. So that's why she's been walking around asking. Yeah, okay. I like it. Yeah, uh, good. it's always good to have a, a story in place. Especially since we know the captain's probably got all our details. Might as well cover well, I mean, some track. <laughs> I mean, the reality is you guys have been working with the crew. You haven't been doing anything mischievous or problematic and uh, other than poking at each other, which... which uh, the first mate already pointed out, keep it under control, and it's it's expected. Not everybody needs to get along. You just need to get you. You don't have to be best of friends. You just have to make things work. So yeah, it makes that that that, that makes perfect sense. Cool. Well, um, does Lucian want to roll as well, or does Lucian want to help me? I. Mm... I'm going to say that Lucian is a follower, so he is just going to help you. Perfect. All right. So would that be with advantage of Bruce? Uh, do you both have proficiency in investigation? Sure do not. I have a minus one. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I would is... assume Vesper I have a plus is one. with you. Yeah, yes, she'd be. She, she has a uh, proficiency investigation. Uh, she's simply AFK for the moment. She'll join us shortly. Um, and so we'll have I'll to, we'll have to Jaeger her, her character. Um, so either she can, because like I said, she's actually proficient in the skill. It has a plus two in it. Uh, do oh, either, I'll help her then. Well, if you have proficiency, which you don't. <laughs> No. So it's pretty much just so before 
Uh, you did just a straight investigation roll, which is what it is. But you know what we could do? You can't help her. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna let. I would let her help you. Got right. It. So you're. Okay. So kind of. I see this exactly as you described it. You are describing to. You're kind of frantically looking around for a box that you mm-hmm. are describing to them. Right. And so she's asking you, as she did in the previous session, she's asking you questions to kind of dig this out of your investigative mind. And her have and her having this this skill, she has the ability to uh, uh, more. Uh, methodical approach to the investigation side of things. So she's asking you, trying to draw your information of what it looks like, um, the size, anything you can remember about it so that she knows exactly what she's looking for. So I would say that yeah. she could invest, give you, I will give you advantage on the role. How's that? Okay. That works for me because I would picture Nina as like, very in the moment she's kind of scatterbrained, but if you give her time to like, collect and think on the things that everyone's saying, yeah, that makes sense, do that. So, normally, yes. normally, I would say you have to have, and Johnny, you, I, I think you could would agree. Normally, the you have to have the proficiency and that skill to even try to get advantage to be helped on it. That's how I've always played it. I'm not 100% what the raw is, but it doesn't make sense to me that someone that knows nothing about, you know, camping out in the woods can right. assist someone else in, in you know, find right. tracks. Well, that's so. why I figured that since yeah. she has, since, since Vesper has proficiency in the skill, she could, she's actually kind of the one doing most of the searching, but she's trying to draw the information out of Nina. So therefore the aid would go in that direction. And it yeah, doesn't even matter sense. because I rolled at best a seven. However, so. what, what do we have in in the in the eye in in what's your passive passive perception so here's the thing i'm going to say that you came down here and you did look you tried you failed on both these Mm -hmm. decks but reality is you don't know if it's on this deck or if it's on another deck or even with the captain or with first may or yeah right However, there is somebody on board, in fact, a trio on board, that may know. And we're going to say that you did go and talk to them over this week's period of time, and you used your, your wiles and your wits to um, approach them, uh, Spivey and Dirk. I hope right? Vesper used her wiles, because... That's Nina why, has zilch. That's why I said wiles and wiles and wits. Um, so you're, you're, that includes your persuasive abilities or whatever it happens to be. So I would say that during the week, it might take a couple of days, but I would say that uh, Dirk eventually, Dirk and crew, uh, Dirk, Rise and, and Spidey, Spidey, happen to spot. The crate you're looking for, oh. and and they tell you that it is on the middle deck, and it's okay. it's it's kind of out in the open, um, being held in place by some cargo netting and straps and whatnot. It's on the middle deck, held down by straps, by straps and netting. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And he just tells you this nonchalantly. So, yeah, I think I saw that uh, that crate you were looking for. Yeah, I think I saw that crate you were looking for. It's on the, the middle deck there, uh, you know, kind of where the crew was. But we it's been moved around. That's probably why you couldn't find it. Uh, because, you know, we're, we, we, we put the cargo on in such a hurry. Remember? We were, we, were, we were trying to get out of the port really fast. So we put cargo everywhere. And so it's been moved around. Um, so last I saw it was about, uh, oh, I think it was this morning. Probably still there. You should, you could, you could, you could probably find it. And so you do. So you are standing on the middle deck, staring directly at this box. There are middle of the day and there are people around, but you clearly see that's the box. However, the lid that was a jar has been fixed. It's been nailed back down. Okay. Seeing that, um, after thanking Spybee and crew profusely for their help in locating it so I can go check on it and make sure it's actually fixed, I see it, and since it is the middle of the day, I'm not going to, like, I'll, like, I'll get close and, like, inspect it to make sure it actually is fixed, like, what I've been intending to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave it. Now that I've got a refresher of what this looks like, and I know it's here, I'm going to leave it where it is for now. All right. You have located and I'm gonna the box. Yeah, I'm going to tell Lucia and Vesper that this is what I was looking for, so just remember that. And you will note that it does have the sigil of Bluemore engraved on and stamped on the side. It's... Uh, Basically huh. branded, wood burned into the side. As most of these, I would say, at least three quarters of the of the crates here have the exact same sigil. As 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 I de okay. declared before, this most of this is going to them funding their way into joining the Neo Kingdom. Got it. Got it. Okay. Good to note. Do I see anything that has a different crest on it? Like, mm -hmm, perhaps a lord's crest that's on the ship. Just curious. Um, Just a casual peruse. Give me a D100. Right. 73. You do not see anything... That has uh, that that you would perceive anything that you remember from his room, you know that that you're you're having a difficult time even recollecting what his sigil or stamp might be, right? So um, you right. see other things, uh, which which you do notice there are there are at least a dozen other uh, markers on these boxes. Anything that stands out particularly, or they just kind of all blur to me at this moment? Mm, you see one over there that uh, it's got a it's got a crest of a of a of a falcon, right? It, another one over there has a crest of of like it looks like it could be something agriculturally or something like that. You 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 ascertain one over there has got um, probably something to do with druids because of the the tree shaping on it and and whatnot. So there's. You know, there, there are a variety of, of stamps like that. You see one over there that's got a ship. Uh, in fact, it looks like it probably is the property of this crew. Uh, could be could be anything, right? Could be uh, mm -hmm. food stores, could be 
uh, a cannonball. You, you don't know. I mean, it literally could be anything. And there's there's a few, quite a few of those. Um, you see one with kind of a a, a looped rope, right? If mm-hmm. you will. Um, you see one that has a pair of crossed swords, uh, and you see one. You see one, a larger one, um, with a picture of a uh, of a griffin. That one there is probably about, mm, probably four by four by four. Pretty good size. Probably a couple more like that. Okay. Good to know. All right. Uh, I'm not gonna touch anything or take anything. I just want just want to take a quick peruse of what it all looks like here on the middle deck. And that's it for the investigation part, what I want. Okay. So, Nina, I've been meaning to ask a question. Of course. So, it's called the Neo Kingdom, yeah? Yes, I'm familiar. So, they have a king, right? It's in the name, right? Well, as far as I knew, there wasn't an established monarchy for the whole of the kingdom but maybe he's new maybe they're new yeah if it was multiple it'd be called the king's dome right that's how pearls work or um or like a territory or multiple territories uh anyway yeah i i've never heard of the king though that mr Parrish referenced did you find anything out about that i have not but i suppose would it be weird to go to mr Parrish and just ask who the who the king is and if there were multiple kings what happened to the rest of them i don't see why not uh since we're going to the kingdom might as well know what we're getting into i suppose okay i suppose with that lucian will just simply walk right up to mr parish and say so mr parish how are you today i had a weird question so the neo kingdom got a king as in one king is that always been the case do you I've not really been there before. I don't know too much about it. Do you, could you explain a little? Well, let's see. From what I know, he, it, it's, it's, it, there's a lot of um, back and forth, if you will. There seems to be various kingdoms and, and questionable heirs that are laying claim to uh, some sort of leadership and dominion overall. Uh, of course, there's there's back and forth to it, and uh, it's it's a pretty touchy if and if and here and there and, and negotiations. But uh, the one in charge, or proclaimed to be in charge, he seems to be having the back of of most of the of most of the the, the realms around him. Will uh, is a a, a a something something galore. Jean Val Galore, I think, is his name. Hmm. Okay, so now you say realms. Do these realms that sort of are agreeing to this? Do they have kings? And if so, does that make them kingdoms? Well, see, that's just it. That's the whole thing. It's still being. I think it's still being established because times they are changing and so right now it's 
it's up for debate. And so we're we're as Bluemore is putting its best foot forward uh, because this 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 Val Galora guy he's uh, seems to be gathering some pretty good strength in in numbers. Seems to have the back of some of the realms or kingdoms or however you want to define them. Gotcha. So Bluemore is sort of like backing what they think is going to be the winning horse. Um, hmm. And that's okay. where we come okay. in. Right, so uh, although we have our cargo, it isn't necessarily known what we have by others. I see, I see. Now, as far as Bluemore goes, you know, honestly... I didn't spend a whole lot of time there. Most of it was just um, hanging out in the library. Uh, does Bluemore have a king? Bluemore has uh, more of a uh, a mayor, if you will, a duke girl. I think it's a, a duke himself or a, a, a mayor. Again, mostly self-proclaimed, and and so long as he does a good job, I suppose that everyone is behind him. Fascinating. Would you say that's somewhat akin to a democracy or more of a dictatorship? All I know is that he's in charge. Simple enough. Thank you, Mr. Parrish, for your time. My pleasure. Mr. Parrish, I, I'm so sorry. I couldn't help but overhear. I've oh, I... heard... Hi. I've, I've heard rumors in the New Kingdom of a bandit god king. This isn't the same fellow, is it, that's proclaiming to be the king? Now, wouldn't that be a curious thing? I feel like there's a lot of curious things in that kingdom for what the rumors say. I would agree. That's one of the reasons that I like it here at sea. Nobody can claim the sea. They can try. She always claims them, doesn't she? Oh, why she does. You know very well. Boris is on the bow of the ship. I'm, I'm the king of the sea! <laughs> Bow before me. You 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 feel you feel the you so Mr. Parrish, he he kind of chuckles at that <laughs> king of the sea. And you feel the ship slightly lurch left and then slightly lurch right. As he's uh, up there as he as he's kind of just up there playing with you a little bit. <laughs> king of the sea. Right, Tina chuckles. I, I I go back in character and go to bed. <laughs> 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 Nina chuckles at that, just like actually like generally laughs. <laughs> he he runs up on deck just to do that. I'm king of the sea and then runs back up there. He had like an intuition moment of like yeah. he heard us and it just came up. Like if I claim I'm the king of the sea, nothing can dispute that. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh while this is happening, Boris, why don't you give me a D one hundred bowl? For the reason that you asked me in session one. 48. You haven't noticed anything yet. Okay. At this point, we've been on here long enough. I don't think there is. Sorry to be so cryptic, but also not sorry. Uh, so I, I figured it was a moot point, but you might get a try. So... Hmm. 
Don't tell us. Yeah. And your passive perception sucks. So, yeah, you don't see anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 no clue. <laughs> um, I guess while I'm up here with Mr. Parrish, I'm going to reach into my, my little cloaks pouch, my cool owlbear cowl, <laughs> and I'm going to pull out a little stone. It's a flat stone. It's got a bunch of holes drilled in of different sizes, but it, it may look very similar to... Uh, the coordinates that Mr. Parrish has been following, and I'm going to hand it to him and say, "This is a, this is silly, but this is a, a thing that I do. My family does when we come across someone who's been helpful with us, if we found a safe haven. I would like to give you uh, this. You can show it to any druid, and they'll know that you are a man of good company and of good standing." Would you please describe what it is I'm holding? It is a small, flat river stone that has intricately carved holes in it that look at first like they're just in a weird uh, pattern that don't make much sense, but Mr. Parrish will realize that this is a constellation of the coordinates he's been following for the last, like, week. The last few days as we go over this course of the week here. And it is... It's just simple, but it's, it's a polished stone um, the holes are not just jabbed out, but it's like took time to carve them out and change the shapes of them and like put little lines through them to show the constellation of their coordinates. So as you, and so I'm guessing it's a maybe about palm size. Yes. Uh, so, you know, maybe three inches uh, at its longest point, slightly oblong or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. it's it's like a it could be like considered an oblong pendant, sure. like a if you were going to look at a big gaudy pendant about that size, but it would fit in his palm. Is there a hole for said pendant? There is definitely a hole at the top that doesn't seem Part similar of the to the rest. That you could, yeah, you it looks like the 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 most northern point or like the head of the constellation, but you could put a. A string through that to tie it off, or you can just put it in your pocket. Sure. Well, as you hand it to him, he says, "Well, thank you very much. That's uh, I greatly appreciate it. This is a, a wonderful thing. Uh, these uh, the 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 constellations." And he kind of holds it up and says, "It appears that it may match the the sky that we're that we're that we're under right now. What a wonderful thing!" And he pulls out. Uh, a small cord about you know two feet in length and he runs it through ties it off or and he, and he, and he realizes and, and you so he says uh, maybe you could uh could you uh, attach this in the back for me of course um i might need you to, to bend just a little i'm a little short he, she reaches he, up on her tiptoes to he, he doesn't to want it. to let go of the, of the wheel so he's uh he, he's that's why he can't really do it very well Oh dear. Okay. So and he, um, so he takes he takes a knee. He take well. What he so what he, what he's got there is there's a there's a, a a bench or something to that effect that that uh, he motions one of the crewmen to come to bring it over and 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 so now you've got a you've got a crater a box that's about a foot high. Perfect. So she'll step onto that. She's not really thinking about it, but like she's not like in between his arms. She's on like basically at his elbow, like reaching out over his shoulders to like to tie it. Mm -hmm. She's short, so this is pretty intimately close, but she's not paying attention. She's just wrapping it. And, um, there. That should hold. How does it feel? Ah, uh, that's just perfect. 
Wonderful. Thank you very much. And you notice as you're tying this around his neck, he happens to have a very, very nice gold chain. Is it like a gold chain that's under his shirt, or is it just... Well, it's under his doublet, his, under his, uh, mm -hmm. uh, his leather um, top, top part. But you tying this on there, you can see down his collar, and you can see that it's there. So I'm just taking a peek at his chest. Got it. So. No, you, no you're, you can I'm see kidding. down his collar in the back. Okay. So that's what you uh, can see. I'm, if you want to look down the front, you certainly can. I'm but kidding. that's what you see off your passive perception. No, she's not that flirty. Um, let's see. So she looks at it and goes, huh. What's this? Is this a... Is this a necklace? Or And she'll just kind of reach over and tap it with the back of her finger just to indicate what she's looking at. He says, oh, this thing. Oh, this has been in my family for a very long time. Handed down through the generations of time. Uh, it was my grandfather's and my great-grandfather's. And, and uh, it's been in my family for as long as we can remember. And he, he turns to you. And his heart skips a beat, I know. I know, and this, <laughs> this giant-ass owlbear thing with an elf in your face heart skips a beat we got it and um so he hold on I've got a I I had I'm just not ready for this so this is this is nice I you you threw me off guard so I have to throw something together very quickly give me a moment you're welcome no it was it was very good um and I he says this is uh it's a uh it's a, it's a, like I said, it's a family heirloom that's been handed down through time. As you're searching for it. Oh, no, I'm not searching. Um, I'm creating a handout. Perfect. Okay. As you're creating something, Ina's going to inspect said item and go, oh, that's wonderful. My, my cowl's actually handed down as well. My, it was my, my grandfather's grandfather's cowl. It's been... And my my grandparents passed. They pass it on to my father and him to me. Your cloak, you mean? Yes. She wow. holds it out and shows him. That's a that's a that's a fantastic, fantastic piece of uh, of, of work there. Where did you uh? Where did where did the, where did it originate? I'm not sure you'd believe me if I told you. Deary, I've been on the sea most of my life. I'm twice your age. I guarantee I that. I promise you I'd believe you. I have seen the manner of things of which a man should not have seen. Is he human? Mr. Parrish? Yeah. Yes. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, he. I mean, his assumptions are made, of course, but... Oh, of course, of course. But she goes, okay. Like she just kind of gives him like a, a smile that says, "All right, all right." Uh, well, I don't know if you've heard of it, but the Fae Wilds is where I'm from originally. Fae Wild, you say? Mm -hmm. I have heard of Fae Wilds. It's a beautiful place. I would say you should visit, but time gets a little screwy there. should like to go there, I think. Well, 
If you show that stone to a druid, or if you get tired of the sea life, come find me. I'll take you there for a day, which will be ten days here. Yeah, I'll take you for a day. Tired of the sea life, you say? I don't or know. taking a break. I don't know that that's possible, but I would consider coming to see one of the likes of you. You promised not to leave me astray somewhere, and then you and you can get me back to the ship, then I will, uh, I would love to come visit the, the Feywilds. I've heard magical stories. It is a truly wonderful place. And as long as you stay close, I promise not to let you go astray. She smiles at him. Very genuine, happy smile. And then realizes how close they are and starts to blush. Well, <laughs> you, I should probably get, get back to work. We've well, you you can't, yeah. So Not now, as you've now, <laughs> if, now okay. if you, as you have uh, told him the story, and you're edging closer and closer and closer. Uh, now he says, uh, "That's what's on the end of the pendant, on the end of the chain." Ooh, very nice. That's very, very nice. shiny. So for the audience at home, it is a pendant. It looks like it's heart-shaped looking. The outside framing is silver. Uh, it is a... Sorry, I, I said gold said chain. Blue. It's on a gold chain. It's on a platinum chain. It's on a platinum chain. Uh, the wire design of what's holding the, the stone, I believe it is, is platinum as well. It's intricately... Correct. Done. It looks like someone's pulled a bunch of wire together to shape it into a, a kind of like a heart. Um, it's really well polished. The stone looks opalescent blue. And is it swirling or anything, or is it just a flat stone that's really well polished and different oh, shades of blue I'm, in it? I'm glad you asked. Um, as you're looking at it, the closer you get, you notice that it is absolutely swirling it is it's um it at, at first glance it seems just to shimmer in the in the in the in the sunlight um however as uh the longer you look at it 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 starts to move you'll see that it um depicts a from what you can tell, it depicts almost another world. You can see almost into the swirling nature of what you can only presume by looking at the night sky to be the cosmos. Nina is speechless. It and is she... truly like nothing you have ever seen. She goes to reach for it, realizes what you're doing, stops, and goes, I'm, I'm so sorry, that's so rude. May I? He 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 holds it out so that you can, and he puts the, you know, it's still around his neck, but he puts it in your hand. She holds it pretty like reverently in both hands for a moment. It's warm. Um, it's warm. Okay. Is it warm like from his skin, or warm like warm by itself? It's warm, and cool, and it ebbs, and it flows in pulses of energy. I'm going to try and cast Guidance on it just to see if it reacts to magic. So my hands light up a little bit with gold just to see what it does. Uh, he looks at you concerned. 
No, it's okay. It's okay. This won't hurt. This is um, this is magic to help someone uh, improve what they normally couldn't on their own. And I, I give it to him as well after a moment, just so he understands and he feels like that warmth of golden light fill his shoulder. Sure, yeah. All right. He's like, all right, Lassie. Do what you will. Thank you. Um, I turn it over. I'm looking at it. Is it reacting at all to the guidance spell? Um. So I don't want to produce flame on this thing, so that's why so, I'm a little limited what I can do. <laughs> as you cast your spell on it, um, you may may see a slight. Indiscer almost completely indiscernible shimmer change as your spell gets drawn directly into it. My eyes go a little bit wide, like, and I say, "You have something very special here. It might, it might be saving the spell I just took and gave or gave it." Well, now wouldn't that be a sight? I don't. Yes, it would, but I suppose if I think this is what it, what it's doing, you could use the spell I just cast on you at a later date. Interesting. Um, I wouldn't even know where to begin with something like that. But, uh, I'm right there with you. This is truly amazing. Uh, if you don't mind, um, don't think I've identified. No, I don't. It's do do do. I would say get this checked out by someone who can identify magical items, because that's what you have here, and see what they can tell you about it. But thank you so much for letting me let me see it. And I just, I carefully lay it back down on his chest. He puts it back inside of his of his shirt and much obliged. After a, and after a beat of moment, realizing how close I well, um, I'm clearly in your space, so I'm going to go. But thank you, this was lovely. Anytime, Gary, anytime. And he goes back, and you know, he, he, the whole time, he, even though he turned kind of towards you, right, uh, he's had one hand on the helm the whole time. Man of dedic, man of, the, I can't even figure out the word, man of work, I got it. He's committed. Appreciate that. Yeah, he's committed, there we go. She hops down, um, flusters her way back to uh, Kirsty and Lucia and goes, oh, well, I feel a little flushed. It's, it's a little humid today, isn't it? And that's it for me. So you brought up identify, and actually, as I've been uh, uh, during that dialogue, I was thinking to myself if, whether or not Lucian would you say that Lucian overheard this conversation or was part of this, or I, he was I, close enough. Yeah, yeah. I would assume that the three of you are, are unless otherwise stated, are together. Okay. In that case, uh, what Lucian's going to do is, uh, I assume this is like midweek, or I mean, I don't really know what's coming up the next bend, uh, but provided that nothing goes wrong the next day, he is going to actually swap out one of his current spells for a spell of Detect Magic. Just like knowing that some of the crew have magical artifacts, I think he's going to go, okay, let me go ahead and, you know, next time he gets a long rest, he's going to swap that out just as a handy thing to have 
mm. instead of casting spells on potentially magic objects next time. Yeah. <laughs> right? I had detect magic, but that's why I used the guidance one, and I pointed it to me, so if it, like, attacked me, it wouldn't hit me, because I'm an idiot. Um, but I was like, I don't want to throw a produce flame on this, <laughs> so. Yeah, solid, solid call, solid call. <laughs> um... At this point, I would check to see if, uh, Boris, if there was anything that you wanted to add or interject. No. Uh, they're, they're the ones doing the research stuff. He's just, you know, staying out of everyone's way. For well, he I mean, you obviously have way. plenty of, you, you have plenty of opportunity to interact with the crew, with the, um, you guys, uh, to, to be in all fairness, so 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 here's what I'll open up. So the other doors that 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 we would see uh, happening, um, and we talked about this previously, is that you do see the captain about. She does take regular walks around around the deck, and then goes back to her quarters, and then you'll see her come back out, and she'll she'll be walking alongside of of. Uh, of first mate wilds and she'll go talk to mr parish and so she they the two of them are pretty much arm in arm the whole time they're not actually arm in arm but they're they're side by side so she, he's clearly her number one um very rarely do you see her ever out about without Without. him being within 20 feet of her got it so they they so i gotta kill him get close i mean well i mean you can always go and talk to her i mean she's 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 stern she's you you've been able to ascertain that she's very stern she's very strict um she's she's loud uh you have observed that she she can hold her liquor quite well um and as as you note that some of these guys do have some of the crew have certain aspects of them that may tend to point you that they haven't always been on the up and up. Well, yeah, they're dirty sea dogs. Well, <clears throat> they're they're more merchant, right? But they may not have always been that way. Uh, so one thing that I did kind of want to do is mm-hmm. how, how long into this trip are we now? We're like a weekend. So if if we're rewinding, we can be anywhere on that on that first week. So within the exception of the probably the first day. So we're um, I would say that if in all reality, we're probably three days in before you guys get comfortable enough to have these open ended conversations and really feel truly that you can go pretty much anywhere you want to. Okay, uh, since I avoid the the other group mostly, mm-hmm. and I've made friends with the other sailors i'm gonna like try and get like a a fight club going below deck and just unleash them some fighting skill amongst each of us to you know steal heart and steel kind of thing um that's not a problem that actually uh is something that they do but they do it above deck that's even better than they, oh, they oh my goodness Lucy would it, definitely get in on this they have no problem with this they they believe because you know there are there's only there's only so many times you can swab a deck right and you need a reason to swab a deck and every now and then blood sweat and tears right so um you'll see uh you'll see but it's always cleaned up afterwards and it's always supervised by 
both both the the first mate and the bosun. Well, then that's perfect then. <laughs> so if I see them doing that, then I'm going to watch and not get involved at first unless someone calls me out mm -hmm. for watching or wants to uh no this is truly fight club but with the exception that it's probably somewhere between 50 and three-quarter speed so it's more sparring um they're teaching each other they're working with each other and they're also blowing off some steam right so being cooped up on a ship it gets to people you can only eat so much you can only watch the sea so much there's no, there's no fishing really because you're moving at such a fast pace um although they 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 try but to no avail really so this is one of the few things. There is a little bit of gambling here and there, but again, it's it's usually a gentleman's game. Nothing uh, of of real worth. Um, you know, they 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 might they might. Who buys the next grog? Well, the grog is free, so it's you know it's it's really a gentleman's bet. But the the tussling, it gets a little heated at times. You notice, but for the most part, it it what what happens on deck stays on deck, if you will. Uh, so if somebody gets, if somebody, if, if, if two people, um, they have various reasons. And one of the reasons is if they have, uh, a little bit of animosity between two of them, they take it up on deck, they smack each other around a little bit. And then when they're done and tired, they're done and tired. They, they, they shake hands and it's left there on the deck. So that's how they handle their disputes. Okay. I, I'm in. I uh, will start partaking more and more in these as they go on. You will also notice that there is a little bit of side betting on this. A little bit, right? Um, because it's not full full bore. It's but they they'll oftentimes they'll they'll again gentleman's bet type of thing where they might they might bet a a, a silver here or a silver there just for fun and but uh, nothing. Yeah, I think for nothing crazy yeah now knowing that this is something that's going above board i think lucian's gonna see this as like a kind of a reminder of his time in training learning to be a paladin and he's not gonna be interested in the gambling at all he's just gonna get in there and, and do some fighting and no weapons no armor it's plain clothes yeah. and and fisticuffs or grab yeah, i think just I think just for the fun of it, he's going to be like, if anyone's ever looking to blow off steam, he's going to want to get in there. Um, yeah. You, and I if say possible, you easily... he... I'm going to say also, he's if he has the option, if it's, like, allowed, he would probably fight dirty about it. Like, that would be a, hey, is it cool if we, you know, don't just necessarily box? And if someone's like, yeah, they'd be like, cool, and, like, kick their legs out or something. Oh, leg oh, sweeps are funny. fine. That's not dirty in their mind. That That is that's, that's combat that's tactic. Technique. Yeah, that's technique. Exactly. Wonderful. Dirty fighting would be eye gouging, um, groin shots, um, throwing stuff in their eyes. Exactly. That's none <laughs> of that. Really the and that would not be. And that, I was going to say, and that's not allowed at all, right? Right. And those aren't aren't allowed. Um, okay. It's it, again, you got to remember that the point is that if it gets too intense, you're going to have two great big guys come in. And, and and shut it down between the two. So you you, you can do what you need to do, um, but but it, it really is in the good spirit and the good nature of bolstering crew relations as opposed to breaking them down. 
this is it's it's kind of based on the Native American way of, of things. Um, in the Native American culture, they they created the game that we all know now as basically the cross. And so they would take their skirmishes out on the out on the battlefield, if you will, and they left them there. So if you had something to say or something to get off your chest or something to to strike up against, that's where it was handled, and presumably that's where it was left. So this is of the same, the same, in the same light as that. Cool, cool, cool. And remember, your first mate is a half-orc. He's a pretty big guy. Uh, Bosun is a large human. Um, oh, I, one thing I forget to tell you also, uh, that now that you've had interaction with him, you notice that one eye is also a half orc. I didn't tell you that before. I assumed he was human. That's my bad. Oh, I, actually, I, I, I thought I, you it was my that, not I your bad at all. Hundred percent on me. I completely forgot to because I knew I had two half orcs on the crew. Um, he was one of them. Did my notes. And also, you'll notice you haven't seen much of Mr. Jacobs, as he often ta times takes his shift in the middle of the night. He relieves uh, Mr. Parrish. Oh, so he's night crew, okay. He, he does, they do have meetings, because he's part of the crew, but he oftentimes will take his sleep shift during the day. And you'll notice, you, you do notice that he's not... Um, Human eye. Elvish? Not Elvish. Um, I don't know if you. I don't know if you're aware of what he is. He he has a, a bit of a bluish skin, I believe. Oh, a Janashi? Janasi? I can't say the word. If your character has ever encountered one, then maybe. Um, let's roll a D D twenty to see if I know. Sure. We'll do a history check. How about that? I can give you a good old history check. All right. Not great. <laughs> never never seen one of these in your life. I, I'm green skinned. They're blue skinned. I'm like, huh. Huh, look at that. Elf. <laughs> but you know, you'll, you'll notice, I mean, there are characteristics about him. You notice that he seems to always be sweating, which, okay, or, or moist, if you will, or damp. Uh, but you just attribute that to, you know, being out in the ocean, maybe, or being in the heat. Maybe he's just, you know, doesn't take well to the to the daytime. Uh, and that's why he's the night crew. But yes, he is technically a water genasi. Okay. Thus, one of the reasons he's on the ship and is the ship's navigational officer. Got it. When these two get to spar, and I feel like they're going to do a little rollies for melee combat here in a second so uh, you're going to see oh let's finish with your what you're doing so is there anything else you want to know about at this point i was going to say once they start fighting i'm gonna make my way over to captain first mate and introduce and introduce myself to the captain basically and profusely apologize all right as nina does so as you start working your way over um boris and lucian you're 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 there, Boris. You're as you stated. You're just watching. Um, 
you haven't elected to actively get involved in the sparring part of this, or have you? Uh, it, if someone wants to take a swing at the king of the sea, then uh, I will definitely get involved. But I don't know this half-quarter speed bullshit. Uh, I go hard. Well, I mean, they time. will too, but right. they're not looking right. to kill each other, right? That's the difference. It's sparring, and it's declared oh. as such. You can go hard. Yeah. You know, I, I go Ivan Drago. If he dies, he dies. So hopefully, someone will pull them off before. Well, I and go too far. and 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 they will. There are many. Right. So your crewmates, remember, have befriended you. So you you know some of the other crew. You don't know the 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 Dirk, uh, Spivey, and and Rise very well, but you do know uh, Hayes, Fog, um, Molin. You you're starting to get into that other group a little bit now. So, and these guys have been around a while as well. But um, you you tend to you're ty- you're tending to get into know them a little bit. Oh, and you do know you know Spivey and Dirk and Rise. You've had interaction right. with them, right? Um, so but, you guys, but, but I'm a Galloman, and we were beaten, right? And beaten and beaten. right. Yeah. So, so yeah. there's no there's no if ands half measure. You until you're told to go halfsies, yeah. you're like there's no halfsies. And, yeah, and that's there's, fine. There's no setting phasers to stun. Like, yeah. You, we broke the stun off our blaster pistols a long time ago. Well, so in in Fight Club, right? Uh, it's it's all about again hearing those grievances and 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 training each other and having and having a good time. And at the end, you have to be able to shake each other's hand. So there has to be a, even the fact that somebody's going to stand toe to toe to you demands and deserves a level of respect. Um, so the crew is all gathered around, and at this point, you're on that kind of on that maybe not on the very inner circle, but you're right there looking over somebody's shoulder. So you're right there in the mix of it. You can, you can feel your blood coursing. You can feel the draw of the crowd, right? These there, there's cheering and they're having a good time. This, this goes on and off for days and for hours at a time. This particular time you see Lucian. He, 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 he is not wearing his armor at this point. Um, because he hadn't gotten to the point where he went and retrieved it again from from one eye, so he steps up, and uh, he he's he's and so they're kind of going through at this time instead of just grievances. There, it's more of a a bit of a tournament, and so they've started off, and they're 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 starting to match off a couple of the, of the guys, and you see you see more and more join in, and then they get they you know it's a it's a one and done type of thing. He gets beaten, he steps out. He gets beaten, he steps out. And so Lucian uh, steps up for his first fight, and he's fighting uh, one of the crew. Uh, I what? take interest in this. I want to see how this guy fights. He described me with my pants down. So, so he can throw. Lucian, why don't you give me? What's your AC without your armor? Oh, it's gonna be ten. Um, yeah, it's gonna be ten. It's gonna be ten. Uh, however, well, no dexterity, but yeah, it's ten. Uh, yeah, my dexterity bonus is zero. So basically, you're just like one of these guys. Uh, I will throw out there. I do have a thing: stones endurance. When you take damage, you can use your reaction to reduce by one d twelve plus three. That's gonna come into your favor. Long That's gonna come into your favor, especially with these guys, because these are hardened seamen. They have been, they have been doing this for uh, some of them better part of a decade. So they're they're tough. 
not to mention that they're at sea. I mean, these guys are not they're you, You'd like to have these guys on your side rather than against you. They're they're not they're mm-hmm. not, they're not pirates, uh, as far as cutthroatish, but they're solid. Um, why don't you do this for me? Why don't you give me three unarmed strikes and and or grapples? In other words, athletic rolls, and tell me what you're doing. You're squaring off right now with. You're squaring off with uh, Hayes. You see him. He, he kind of cracks his neck back and forth. Puts his. He's. You can see he's pugilistic. He's. He's got his. He's got his hands up where they need to be. I think Lucian, being, again, like a, a very aloof fellow, it's just kind of like, hey, this is fighting. I. I know how to do this. This is the thing I used to do. I used to... Yeah, absolutely. There was some training in this. So I don't think he does any show. I don't think he cracks his neck. I don't think... Like, maybe he stretches a little bit. But he's not a bluster type of fellow. So he's not showboating. He's not showing off his muscles. He just kind of... A little bit of a stretch. Squares up. And then as soon as he's able, he's just going to start swinging. All right. So you're just going for punch, punch, punch. Yeah, pretty much. Just uh, just going in and just he figures that's how it goes. I would say he's probably going to be knowing that he's going up against like hardened semen, knowing that this is probably going to be. I, I don't know if he knows if there's. As far as the tournament style goes, does he know if there's going to be multiple matches per day? Uh, they're going until people fall do- fall over. Okay, so with that, I would say he's also probably going a bit more defensive. So instead of just going in like balls to the wall, full aggressive, he's probably um, yeah, basically trying to punch, but trying to also keep an eye kind of on on how things are going. And uh, he's not he's not trying to leave himself. He's not going so aggressive that he's leaving himself exposed. Sure, he's, he's going at it kind of in measure. That 2023 strike says, begs to differ on the defensive style, sir. <laughs> yeah, well, the first one's an eight. That's true. Yeah, so an eight, 20, and 23. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's basically him as he's just going in and just being very, I think, methodical about it. You know, almost, um, right? Like, so he was trained as a paladin. Uh, so I think quite a lot of it was, there was some trickery. There was some, you know, elements of, like, being ready for unexpected things. But... There's also a very sense of, like, this being part of training. This is, you know, and part of that would be hitting a punching bag and knowing how to move your arm in just the right way in a very mechanical, trained kind of fashion. Yeah. All right. Well, on your first strike, uh, you miss, and you get smacked pretty good. So I see that eighteen. At, should I mark off three damage, uh, or are we just? Uh, it's 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 bludgeoning. You know, it's 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 it is what it is. So I'm gonna okay. put the rest of these hidden. Oh, that's a crit. Okay. Uh, so you do you do thwack him pretty well. Um, he's going to take 
Why don't you roll me damage on your 20? Alright. Yeah, you hit. You guys are oh, smacking it... each other pretty decent. I was gonna say, yeah, it's not even a roll for me. It's just a, a four. Yeah, yeah. Um, on his... So then, this guy haymakers you pretty hard. Um, tags you for... Uh, yeah, he, he hits you. <laughs> he hits you for a solid six. I mean, it, it rocks you pretty good. And your next one? Uh, it's going to be another four. It's not a roll for me. Uh, oh, that's right. So, yep, I see what you're doing. And he's going to hit you back. And you take another three. So you guys go back and forth. You guys seem to be pretty evenly matched. Um, I would say that you guys, you know, you, you tussle back and forth. You you rock each other a little bit. You take some hits. There's there might be a little bl a little bit of blood here and there. He he grabs hold of you at one point, uh, um, trips you up and and drags you drags literally grabs your leg and drags you across the deck, and kind of does this this leaping maneuver and drives his elbow into your chest kind of taking the wind out of you a little bit and then he stands up and he extends his hand what do you do yeah i i, I don't do think lucian's a show do, butter right so do you accept gonna... that he wins or do you or are you going to continue i mean would you say at this point i mean you're so evenly matched like pretty pretty evenly matched uh i mean 12 damage That's bloodied, but uh, as far as that stone's endurance, uh, how are we factoring that into into the factor? How you'd like? You can Factored use it. You like. can use it on one of those attacks if you like. You tell. Yeah, I you think it would decide. make sense to do. It would make sense to use it on the six. Okay, and it's that's a reaction, right? So. That changes. Yeah, absolutely. And that's part of it too. Is I would I would presume that you'd be able to use your reactions, which I don't I don't know that you have very many right now. Well, I mean, it'll negate that six. <laughs> and you could have done that twice. Uh, I think I would just do it on the six. I don't think mm -hmm. I would do it on the three. Um, just like if there's a really strong blow coming in. So I I'd say that you put your, both your arms up, that. right, crossed across your chest, and he's coming in hard. And rather than him rocking you full hard, uh, he thinks he does, but you kind of absorb it with your with your crossed arms. Okay, so so given that, I would say if I've only gotten essentially six points of damage, I mean, I'm still going. So I think he would... Um, then describe to me your I, move. So with a hand outreach, he's not going to necessarily play this one dirty. He's going to look up. He's going to kind of like nod and, and then shake his head and help himself up and then um, square up again. So you don't take his hand. All right. I, but not in like a rude smack it away. No, 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 just no, no. Like, he didn't, he didn't take know. it as much. If you take his hand, you're accepting his. You're accepting him as the winner. Right, right. Yeah. So just shakes his head, takes his time getting up. I assume that he, in not taking the hand, isn't getting hit while he's down again. No, he backs up. He's ready. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Then I think uh, Lucian gets up, squares up again, and they keep going. Or he's gonna keep going, kind of in the same way. Just that methodical, mechanical. This is what I've been trained to do. This is why I've you know, been in this session before, been told how to punch, and just got to keep going at it. All right. Well, at this point, um, go ahead and throw your next your next option: grapple or punch. 
think he's gonna just keep. So, uh, sorry, as far as the opponent he's going up against, about the same size. Or yeah, this, uh... he's he's a regular size crewman. He's you're you're very similar. Oh, he's a regular size human crewman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then yeah, my. Uh... I mean, he's so he's so he's probably, uh, I'd say probably six foot. To your what okay. seven foot whatever so seven and a half yeah you know yeah. so you you got to respect this guy he's held his own his own against the Goliath so he's he's you know yeah so I think uh, just got to keep on going for the punches uh, another three or do you want to do it one at a time or what's your thought uh, just give me one more okay just a twelve twelve damage. No, sorry, 12 uh, to hit. Oh, because I see a 14 and a 12. The oh, that's the Stone's Endurance, stones never endurance. mind. Yeah. Yep, yep. So then, uh, yeah, you hit him. Show me what you do for damage. Right. That's it's just another four. four. Oh, it's another four. So He just does four no matter what. So. Yeah, there's no roll for it. It's just, uh, what it is, actually. Utterm strength is just one plus your strength modifier. Thank you. Unless you have something that gives you a die roll. Uh, so he's going to try and grapple you. So give me an athletics check. Or, Johnny, is that a strength check if, if, I, if he's trying to defend it? Athletics resisted by either athletics or acrobatics. He got a 15. So right now Ooh. he has he has jousted up on top of you. He's climbed up on back, and he has you in a, a bit of a sleeper hold, if you will. He's got his his arm wrapped around your around your neck, and he's trying to he's trying to put you out because he realizes that you're bigger. So let me think what Lucian's going to do in this case. So he snuck around behind, yeah. Oh, he just leapt right at you and grabbed you while you were punching. He took your hit and used that as momentum to bring him right up on top. Okay. Uh, would I... So, knowing the height difference between the two of these, if he has his arm around my neck, mm -hmm. would I be able to lift him up a little bit? Oh, he's... You're standing. Your reaction, yeah. you're standing up, and his feet are not touching the ground. Oh, excellent. Then I'm going to just fall in his direction and try to land on top of him. That is so much weight coming down. Oh no! That is three hundred pounds. Yes. So as as you're about to do this, you your your eyes lock eyes with the crossed arms of Mister Watt. Do I think I'm doing anything wrong? No, I. It's, I'm just letting you know he's he is intently looking upon you right now. Okay, I, I I would say for for Lucian, he just completely ignores it. Does not care about anything else that's going on. He's just in it. So yeah, he's got a um. Yeah, I think after the I think after the grapple, I mean, if Lucian's Lucian's still up, his his plan is just going to be, uh, you know, he was taught a while ago that if someone grabs you around your neck, the best defense is just drop your weight. All right. So that's what he's going to try to do. And just, uh, he's a tall boy, so he's going to try to, um, not even necessarily try to get out of the grapple, just try to land on top of the person who's attached to him. So what would that be, Johnny? Would that be an unarmed strike for damage? Uh, yeah, because it's just... Or would that be a D6 falling damage? 
not. It's not ten from, feet up. Yeah. Yeah, it's not falling from ten feet. Yeah, then we just so <laughs> it's also gonna... three hundred pounds on top of it. So then land. do this. Roll me a d4. Okay. Uh, all right. So it didn't show up in. Just tell me what D20, you got. D twenty, but that is a four. So, you land on him. You you probably <laughs> instead of just falling back, <clears throat> you probably jumped up a little bit to gain a little bit more elevation than you might have expected because you came down pretty solid on him. Your entire weight comes down. However. He was partially caught by the ring of the crew because, I mean, you're just that big and you're, the crew is right there. Uh, so he didn't take the full brunt of it. Isn't like you're not going to kill him and crush him. But, but yeah. by coming down on him with this, uh, it breaks the hold and all the air leaves him. And he's, and he's, he, you, he's like, <sighs> and he's completely out of breath. Can't, and, he, and you know, you roll off. And he's he's kind of gone a little bit fetal. His eyes are bugged out. Yeah, he's done. Okay, I, I think Lucian kind of does a similar thing. Of he kind of just stands up and and offers him a hand. He can't even grab your hand right now. Then I think he just kind of looks around and is like, uh, <laughs> maybe looks around for someone to tell him like what to do. Well, I mean, he's been in these fights before, right? So he knows. Uh, yeah, I think he'll just kind of like he'll he'll give it a second. He'll wait for his his sparring mate to catch their breath, and he'll just kind of like give it a minute, make sure that they're okay. If help, if someone else thinks that help needs to be involved, then he figures then you know whoever is normally helping in medical situations will step in, and if no one steps in, then the match is still on. And he'll wait for his partner to to catch their breath. I will say Nina is standing by with a healing word. She's watching this fight like, oh god, <laughs> especially when she saw him jump and come down. The, the crew, you see a couple of the crew pick him up, and they move him off to the side. Um, they they summon after a little bit. They check on him, make sure he's okay type thing. But as that happens, uh, you, you kind of see the crew going, wow, okay. Um, you know, and they're not really sure what to do. And they look up at Mr. Wilde and, and, and Mr. Wilde's and Mr. Uh, uh, Quinn, and, and they stay there they they look over at uh, at Cookie, who's who's kind of over there. Like I said, he's partially the the, the medical person on board. Um, they called him up, and he's he's he seems to be okay. Pretty much just knocked the wind out of him. Uh, he's a little bloodied, maybe, but you don't think he there. It doesn't appear to be anything broken. They lean it. They prop him up against the edge of the ship. <laughs> you know, they care about him, but they don't really care about him. Type thing. You know, they don't really know what to do. They're not. There are a bunch of guys uh, out at He's fine. Yeah, okay, yeah. he's fine. They're looking for some dirt to rub in it. He's and he's 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 still wheezing. It takes him about ten minutes, and then he, you see him sit up normally. Cool. So in that whole combat, Lucian got six points of damage, I think, because he blocked the the six with stones endurance. Sure. So now that the fight's concluded, Lucian sees that you know this guy gets taken up. He's just got to kind of go. Okay, and look to Mr. Walters and kind of like nod his head. And then he's going to just kind of walk out of the circle and uh, he's going to go ahead and use lay on hands on himself to be back at full health. All right. And so that's kind of the scene, right? It goes back and forth. Some guys go a little bit edgy. Other guys are just looking to um, air a grievance. They, there's some shouting. 
sometimes some guys are saying, hey, you stole my my whatever, and the other guys say, no, I didn't. And, you know, it, it's, all, it's a variation of things. But you see, this is probably the most extreme of the matches that you've seen. Uh, somebody coming down, match? right? So, somebody coming down on top of somebody like that. Uh, it, it was it was pretty it, it was pretty brutal, um, but uh, it not necessarily unexpected. Like you know, Mister Wells doesn't come up and reprimand you. Nobody says anything. It's just you know, you step in the ring, you mess with the bull, what you're gonna get. And eventually, uh, your sparring mate uh, he 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 comes out of it. He comes up to you and 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 shakes your hand and kind of gingerly holds his ribs as they're probably bruised and he's walking away but all in all it's 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 a good it's a good match it was good excellent and he looks at you and he says i i had you (laughs) yeah and and i think lucian's gonna say listen it's a very important thing if someone grabs around the neck just drop it's it's a tried and true thing you'll see all people do all sorts of moves but that's always the go-to so there you go. And that, that continues on and, and for a little while longer. And they probably they, they probably interrupted after shortly after a couple matches after that one. Break it apart. Happens again the next day. There's always an opportunity. Or or two days later, you know. Yeah. As Nina asked, uh, is Boris gonna be fighting at all? No. No, unless someone calls him out, that's right. Boris very clearly stated that he was observing. If, right, if, right. If someone wants to call me out, then that's their life they're taking into their hands. But other than that, he's just watching because he's seen all of you fight and he knows he will murder somebody because you're all kind of amateur. He's seen the crew at Lucian fight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's seen everyone. So there's probably some people that think that he's a coward or that he can't fight, but the reality is, you're none of you are. You're worth fighting to the death eventually, <laughs> but no one else is worth fighting. No one else would be able to stand to him. We, well, you got to remember. In his, in his mind. I. You got to remember say... this. This crew is like family to each other, right? Mm-hmm. They they they're like bickering siblings at worst. And I was going to say that Nina knowing what Boris is capable of, at least not, you know, she knows what he can do when someone can't or can't really fight back or won't fight back. She's seen the damage done there. So every time he's like at the edge watching them, she's kind of hovering on the other side. It looks like she's watching the fight, but she's kind of getting ready for like cast a spell, heal word, something like that in case it goes too far. You'll also uh, notice that um, Deckard is is almost always watching these altercations as well. See, when you say stuff like that, I have to remind myself I'm a druid. <laughs> and I'm not my Monday character. <laughs> no, Deckard, on the other hand, I'll side-eye a whole bunch Dexter very rarely goes out. around without a, a big, um, cocky smile on his face. He doesn't get involved ever, right? No. He's, a... He's always okay. wearing his armor. Uh, if there's anyone I call out, it's Decker. 
and it's just tongue-in-cheek. When are we going to get in there? Are you calling him out? All the time. <laughs> so you're, you're So what would you say to him? Oh, just like it. When are we going to get in there? And and he probably just takes it like I'm joking around. Uh, but, you know, he means it, even though it, he doesn't sound serious about it. So if, if Deckard wants to, to get in there. Um... I feel like he would make jokes about Deckard's age, too. Like, what, you're too old to, to join the, the boys? Stuff like that. Just random things that he would say to him, trying to poke, I feel like he would probably do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Deckard, he's, he, he, he always just chuckles at you. Um, he said, uh, basically that, um, when they reach port and if you want to he's because he because he respects that he's uh he's on the clock right so he's he's working always um and his number one obligation without question is to lord alexander but he says once we get to port <laughs> once we get to port Come find me. That does not work for me. Once we get through port, I have other plans. That does not involve me finding you or sticking around. But you're here now. You get to sleep, right? I'll put you to sleep. You'll wake up in six hours. Just in time for your next shift. Eh? Eh? He says, my dear boy. <laughs> my dear little boy you don't uh, that's if you want if you really want to come and see me find me in port hey like i said i have plans right now i'm bored right now we can throw right now i'm to... working yeah and then you sleep eventually right do something with your life and then come talk to me do you never sleep do i take care of the eggs on the earth well, I don't know. You tell me. Are you up all the time? Do you not sleep? I find that weird. It is weird, isn't it? Uh, you haven't said yes. You haven't said no. That's right. So what is it? You give me an answer. I've given you my answer. Little boy, if you uh, want to come and see me, come find me at port. Like, uh, like I said, I have plans off the ship. It does not involve finding you. Uh, but it's we're not hearing... important enough. No, this isn't important. This is fun. So Are is you that... not having fun? Oh, I'm having fun. But I would have more fun if you'd come visit me. Yeah, again, I have plans. Uh, maybe one day, when my plans are taken care of, I will come find you. But that could be many years from now, as I do have a lot of plans. <laughs> but again, Sounds right here... Fun. Sounds good. Like, you if, come and if, see me when you are ready. If you're too scared, I understand. Yeah. I I went to him. He just smiled. He he he's not he's not even worried. You can tell. Oh yeah, neither am I. What yeah, you, you guys are you guys are uh, you guys are cut of the same cloth. Yeah, you have two alpha males trying to drag for position, and one's only level two. <laughs> so... And the other one and the other one is not. 
Right. But the other <laughs> one probably isn't good with his fist. So, that's where this would be interesting. Or maybe but, he is. Or maybe he is. Probably not with that big dumb armor he wears. But he would but, have to take it off for the fight. Unless you were yeah. fighting for real. Well, he has big dumb armor. There you go. But no, this is, this is this is Fight Club, so that's what, what we're looking exactly. for. Exactly. So. <laughs> so I, I I will call him out every day the exact same way, and I have no doubt that this will continue to go back and forth with the same conversation. Yeah, various of a theme. With minimal divergent. Yeah. He really, I mean, you can tell there are days that that you can tell that he could that he would love to to go at it with you. And, oh, and those are those are the days I I drive it in even more. Oh, and and, and, and he's and he's salivating. But but he but like I said, his there's no question. He wears uh, uh Lord Alexander's sigil on the the front of his breastplate. There is no question where his loyalty lies. And then there are the days that you that you poke him and you can see that he's 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 more into the um the the kind of what you're doing assessing the crew to see what their capabilities are can i just make a comment real quick in character yeah so as this this is going on at some point he's going to lean over to lucian and kind of out the side of her face whisper in giant giant are they flirting <laughs> this looks like flirting. Yeah, I. It's hard to tell. I. Mm, I feel like Boris doesn't want to be, but will be the little spoon, and I think he'll enjoy <laughs> it when he gets there. I, I don't know. I feel like Deckard's a switch. Yeah. Mm. Maybe on a, when he's drunk. I could see that. Everybody needs a little TLC here and there. Yeah. Hmm. Should we break this up? I feel like it'd be breaking hearts. No. Okay. No. No. Okay. Never. <laughs> this. Okay. Yeah. Let just let let this go. I think. I think Boris will be a lot nicer if this like comes to fruition. Actually. Maybe. Yeah, get okay. a little tension out, yeah. He didn't seem upset when you made the uh, lover boy comment, so maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would presume that that type of conversation, in in various forms, goes back and forth consistently every time this happens. So. <laughs> Who am I getting the vapors? <laughs> I'm getting oh, the yeah, vapors. That was, that was just the out of character. Uh, I find it humorous. Vapors? I find it humorous well, that he brings up the little spoon, big spoon comment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. It's a jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how big is Boris? Yeah, how tall is Boris? Please uh, say he's like four six. <laughs> is he just an angry small person? No, well, does he have Napoleon syndrome? He, he's five eleven. He's, he's okay. stop he's it. Slightly, yeah, Boris is average. Yeah. Oh, that's great. 
<laughs> Thank you for the entertainment. Deckard is 6'2". Oh yeah, you're so now. So now, when you so now when you think about it, when he when when Vesper bumped into him and she had to crane her neck just to see him as this big barrel-chested, uh, huge six foot two, you know, we get plate, a double G in a in a bra. We got it. Yeah, plate plate garbed, uh, you know, guard basically stands up and he's standing towering above her. I look over to Lucian, like, uh, so, uh, why don't you put up or shut up, and we can settle things here. I'm not impressed by anything you've done so far. Yeah, Lucian's gonna just kind of say, do you mean, like, uh, like, you you want to spar in the ring? You can call it sparring, I, I'm just going to call it to beat your ass, but yeah, we can do that. Yeah, sure, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, Let me just go first. and check real quick with the DM to see if I get a long rest between this fight and the last oh, fight. Oh, well, we can easily say that this is a day later as this goes on continuously and these jibes have been happening back and forth between Deckard and Boris. So right now, yeah. I perceive that every time one of these, these, these fight club things comes up, Deckard and Boris basically find a pair of crates and they're they're probably like up on the poop deck or or um, up on the uh, I forget the name of the other deck front deck right so they're 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 probably just jiving back and forth or or have climbed up halfway up the mast or whatever and they're they find it they've found a comfortable place to sit and watch the entertainment while they jive each other and so now he's up there probably about uh, six feet above you let's say that they found a place to sit kind of up on the up on the, the the in front of the poop deck railing, right? There's a ledge there above above where the, where it leads into the into the crew quarters, the captain quarters and whatnot. The crew is fighting between the two main masts, and Deckard is is sitting next to Boris. Boris sitting next to Deckard. They're back and forth, and then all of a sudden, and then Deckard says to Boris, "Well," and then he says, and then and then Boris calls you out. Okay, so with that, uh, yeah, Lucian, again, very aloof. He's going to absolutely accept. Um, I will say, as Boris gets closer, he's going to try to, in a whisper, just to Boris, be like, do you want me to take a fall on purpose? You're I not... love Lucian so much. You're not going to have a choice. Okay, listen, if, okay, cool, that's fine. If, if you change your mind, just make a bird sound like "caca." Hmm. What? What are you talking about? I punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we actively like in the ring and ready to get? Well, well, no. Well, so yeah, no. if you whispered to him, you have to be. Okay. Okay. Well, does he have to be? If he came over to me when I called him out and he's like, do you want me to take a, a dive? And I'm like, no. And then I punch him. So we don't necessarily need to be in the ring. We're probably not in the ring. That's kind of what I was thinking. Is like, this might be like on the way to the ring. But I mean, because I want yeah. that to be like a secret, like just between us is, you know, is that, what do you want here? 
Well, okay, then, 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 as you, the, as you agree to the, to the, to the scuttle, to the, to the bout, uh, uh, Deckard smiles at Boris, gives him an elbow in the ribs, and points at him. Boris hops down, meets you halfway, and as you guys are walking to the ring, that's what happens. So then, Boris, do you swing at him? I swing on him. <laughs> Do you uh, advantage since he's not expecting it on the first swing? Uh, yeah. This is uh, this. this uh. I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm. You know what? I'm just gonna give him a surprise attack though. Okay. Uh. So basically, fourteen. Yeah, does he hits you? Hmm? <laughs> All right. Seven. Oh Jesus man! Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, so you. Oh my gosh, you got a D eight on your rolls. Woo. Uh yeah, I. He's <laughs> I am made all for about this. this unarmed fighting. <laughs> uh, unlike most fighters that use two handed weapons, I took unarmed fighting as my specialty. <laughs> yep. So, uh, I'm a, I'm a ringer, and I sucker punch you. And that as hard as, <laughs> as as hard as that other guy hit you, I hit you harder. And didn't even look like I swung, swung with half the intensity that he did. And I was going to say, with a surprise, do I get a reaction? Um. Yeah, I, I'd say there's still a still a reaction. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, it's just like a matter he's... of whether because he's standing right next mm. to you. It's like it's not like he's he's obscured you, but he's still sucker punching you, so he lands the punch. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think I shrug it off, eh? Yeah, you, you soaked it all up. So he, yeah, you you moved in such a way you saw enough of it coming that you that you kind of rolled with it, um, rolled your shoulder out of the way, and and uh, you know you t you take the you you it looks like you took the hit, but. Uh, but you kind of just shrug, shrug it off completely, like, I'm a Goliath. So what? At this point, uh, boys, why don't you, uh, let's do it this way. Ooh, audience, he took out the turn <laughs> order for initiative. I was going to say, thank goodness for our 10 on Stone's Endurance. So um, on the screen, go ahead and select your token. And uh, you're all, you're right there. And just... Uh, well, yeah, Nina, if you want to be in it, go ahead. <laughs> sure, I'll be in it. Don't even have a token on there. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> you're the you're the uh, noose. <laughs> oh, I didn't what even see it. What the heck? Hold on a second. That's weird. How did that happen? Uh, so what happened? You got a fourteen. What did you guys each get? Oh, never. That was really weird. All right, go ahead and re-add yourself. Roll again and just take your 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 first rolls. Oh, it's so much better though. It's weird. Why is it? Why is what is happening? Just make sure your token's selected. You can move it around. Do whatever you need. 
I'm, I, I can thank you as well for that. Okay, I'm a five. On a good day. <laughs> yeah, and I was a 14. Right, go ahead and modify yourselves. Alright, let's see here. I don't know why Hina's rolling, but you never know. She clearly is. You might never know what's going to happen. You never know. You never know. I cast fog. Disengage. <laughs> <laughs> Disengage. Oh, oh, I could be a bitch. Oh, uh, but I won't. This is not that character yet. All right, okay. uh, Lucian, you uh, you know you 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 uh, you evade, if you will, and, and absorb the sucker punch. Uh, Boris is right there next to you. You guys are dead center in the middle of the ship, and uh, you're surrounded by the crew. You're up. What do you do? All right. So give us a, lot, a, a fair bit of thought, but I think uh, knowing that Boris is a striker, uh, Lucian's this time he's actually going to try to grapple and slam and try to do some sort of like. Um, prevent himself from getting punched in the face again. Um, so I think the move here is going to be to essentially tackle Boris. Um, All right. Yeah, that's a good move. So uh, as a grapple, that's going to be strength athletics. Yep. yep, yep. Hey. Oh my God. That a 20 IP. <laughs> so that's so, a critical. Uh, so um, I was uh, gonna say, does Boris get a counter roll still, or are we just call him that? Well, um, actually, I... if he crits, if he crits, I I'm gonna say that it, it kind of just evens out. So do you have any reaction you can use Boris in this? Because he's basically right now what he does, what he did in reaction is he slipped you, and he's come around and he's basically got you by this Goliath has you by the kind of by the throat. No, I just eat punches all day, so it's fine. Hit me. All right. So yeah, and then also using move. that weight, too. Yeah, so I mean, it's not just going to be that grapple, but it's going to be a grapple and try and like, use his weight to slam. Um, I think basically try to slam Boris and so try like, to use his weight choke to... Choke slam, suflect, what are you doing? So sort of like the last uh, in the last fight, right, that worked out pretty well of him just falling on top of the guy. So I think this is going to be kind of a... Uh, a grab and hold him next to his chest and then just drop his whole 300-pound body. Just <laughs> square onto Boris. Just a belly-to-belly -belly suplex. Just a belly-to-belly... Just a you know flatten what? like a pancake. As a as a quiet observer, Nina, would you just... Just for... Mm -hmm. Just just because. Would you give me a... A, a 100 roll? A 100 roll? Yeah, sure. D100, please. I can do that. That's a 53, my good sir. And give me one more. Okay. That's a 63, my good sir. So, as you pick him up, and this comes slamming down because we had two solid above 50s, um, this part of the deck is, is where they lower the cargo when they have time down into the hole. They didn't have time to do that and uh, 
already two of the latches are that hold this into place normally are no longer secure and this whole entire floor where you guys are where you just slammed him onto hinges and breaks free and the two of you careen to the to the deck below and the rest of the crew comes up to the edge of the deck oh. to see you land on top of the crates and the chairs and the tables down below and you and 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 you hear the you hear the the bosun whistle you hear people screaming and cheering there there is shock and 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 awe happening right now um what's your oh damage God. on that i was gonna say i don't know how we want to do that uh it's, it's well probably the, the one and then the his strength bonus and then we both take whatever falling, falling damage from how far and what we landed on uh <laughs> do you take extra falling damage for me falling on well <laughs> i'm saying that in all honesty when you hit that grate um it gave way and because of the way it rolled, it kind of it hinged out of the way. It basically broke what happened. Um, so yes, you take he takes the four. We're gonna say he takes the four um, from hitting the hitting the ground, but also but but then it kind of breaks your hold, and the two of you go crashing down into these crates um, onto the deck, and you both take falling damage. So if you guys would each roll me. What what would we say? Uh, probably twenty. That's probably. So two d six damage for both. Yeah, of let's see what happens with that. You, I'll let you guys roll it. Right. I'll take seven. <laughs> plus your four. My, uh, plus yeah, plus that. I already yeah, took that. Yep. Uh, I only took five. There you go. So now you guys are both prone. You, uh, uh, Boris, you're on your back. Um. Lucian, you're uh, flat on your stomach, but you are both prone, and it's Boris's turn. I was gonna uh, say, can I still use my movement to get up real quick, or now? Um, well, technically, yeah, I, I suppose you could. Would it? Well, I it's still it's, his turn, it's, it's, right? Well, we kind of was taken up by the fall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know that's what? I, I have to agree. I, I, I'm gonna go with my first ruling. No, it's you're you're you are prone. It was a beastly move. He took twice as much damage. I'm gonna say, yeah, it's Boris's turn. All right, okay. I grit my teeth, standing up, and uh, <laughs> I just haul off and I just punch kick him in the head. And uh, if there's a crate there, I try to put his head through the crate because um, I've got no chill. <laughs> so there's the giant four by four by four crate which has the smaller crate that I described earlier on top of it, which is, and, and both of these, they're, they're, however, they're both strapped down um, by cargo netting and such. Still, there's, there's a chair, probably, that isn't crushed by you guys. <laughs> you could probably find something quickly. chair. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just kicking him in the head and putting his head through a crate that it's next to. I'm not I, too concerned with. Jesus his, Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, 
That's a what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Nat twenty. Nice. Yeah, uh, you actually got a die roll on this one too. So. Uh, yep. Yeah, boy. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell if Lucian's mad for Dave or both. <laughs> you, put, you put me through the ship. <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty cool move, though. Pretty cool move. And just a dirty kick to the dome. Uh, that do it. Uh, so you're going to end up taking uh, only eight damage. I rolled low. <laughs> okay. And uh, as my bonus action, I am going to um, use second wind. Oh. Nice yeah, call. fighters get the second wind. Nice call. Uh, so I get back ten. So I've essentially lost one. Excellent. <laughs> All that. And Boris is breathing heavy and just... He's not a barbarian, but he's as enraged as a human can be that isn't a barbarian. Uh, your turn. Or, actually... Uh, Nina's turn. <laughs> it is my turn. Um, Alright, I'm kind of up where Mr. Parrish is, like, leaning over the rail watching. I just saw him go through the floor, and immediately all the panic in Nina's body just wells to the surface. And it's like, oh no. And immediately she, can I see down into the hole? Like, can I see the ground of the hole anywhere so from where I'm standing? So, not from where you're standing. I mean, you can't see down. Okay. Um, not from where you are currently, because you're way up on the on the poop deck still. Um, but it. if you move, but but this is your turn. So if yeah. you want to move, um, I would say it's going to be difficult terrain for the ten feet that's right up to the edge. But you could probably, and be, being you know that you're part of the crew and everything, you'd be able to weasel your way up there. I think. Uh, five, ten. Yeah, you could you could make it up to the edge of the hole if you wanted to. Well, can I see the edge of the hole then? Um. Yeah, you'll be right at the edge if you want to be, or whatever. Yeah, just go ahead. I think you can move straight I'm forward without any going... problem. Okay, let me ask it this way: is the is the grate that was there? It's hinged at an angle now. Am I re did I hear that correctly? No, nope. so off completely. It so what happened is think of the on the port side. So on the map, it'd be the south mm -hmm. two corners broke free. Those were the two fifty plus rolls that you did. So those latches gave way. The hinges are on the on the top edge. So this whole thing. Normally, they can they can pull it aside. It's going to have to be repaired. But this whole thing has basically hinged on itself and is and has fallen and is hanging from the top two uh, connection points, and it's just hanging there. Okay, this is what I would like to try to do. You tell me if I can. I want to face step, so I am hanging as far down as I can see on that grate. I want to grab the grate in my face step. And get as low down as I can. I want to try and lessen my drop down in there, because I know if Boris has his way, at least from what she, what Nita understands, this will not end with both of them walking out. So can I face step and in my within my face step go to grab the grate as far down as I can see? You could probably face step all the way down to the lower deck. I will face step all the way down to the lower deck then. I, I don't see why you couldn't use your movement. To get up to the edge and then face mm -hmm. step. How far is your face step? 30 feet? 30 feet. Yeah, it's only 20 feet down, so yeah. Cool. That's so, your, so that's your movement and your action. 
Yeah, all the parish sees is Nina Sally there, then snap, she is gone. <clears throat> and she is down in the hold with the gentleman, with the two men, and is like, shit. And as she sees Boris go to kick his head into the crate, she's going to say... Actually, she... I, I guess, is, is it... I would say what she looks at Boris is, does Boris look like he's going for the kill? So, let me back up a step. So, when you said okay. you, when, when, Boris, when you kicked him, oh, so you kicked him into the crate that was there? Yeah, because we both crashed through a bunch of crates and everything. Mm-hmm. So, with us both down, he's on his stomach and he's trying to push up, obviously, because you're not going to stay down. I get up first, and then I just... Which crate, kick his head. which crate do you do you aim for? I aim for his head. So, so give me then is, you know what? Give me a D six. Give me a D six, and we'll see which one he hits. Because he's he's a Goliath, so he could easily hit either one. He hits so, he hits the he hits the 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 top one, the smaller one. You basically kick him. You heel kick him, spinning around, and his head goes thrusting into this crate, and and the sideboard buckles in. The top pops open partially as he falls, as, as he teeters backwards out of this out of this uh, bludgeoning blow. So the crate, the little crate, is actually partially open. Okay. I, I think if I use 10 movement to get to the edge, I'm basically going to stay about 15 feet away, and I'm not going to use my action because this is still a fight between them. I just want to, I'm basically making sure someone doesn't take it too far at this point. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so there are, where are you? I'm down in the hold with them about, okay. I would say 10 to 15 feet away from where they're like going at it. Okay. You probably could have uh, just run down the stairs and achieved something very similar. Okay, fine. I'll do that. <laughs> Whatever. I've already st- called out the face step. I've already called out face step. So. I'm just saying and, and, and save your face step in case you need it. But I it's up to you. I will save my face step in case I need it. Then, Oh, great DM. I'm just saying. I know what you're... I, I think I understand what you're <laughs> trying to do and it could come in handy. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, Lucian, you are up. Okay. So... So, again, I think Lucian is... I mean, we're in the middle of a fight here, but also see, Lucian's not. See, the got... difference is Boris has been Boris has been analyzing this for better part of three days. <laughs> well, the the other issue too is Lucian's a bit a bit dense sometimes. Sure, yeah, but he's not not disobedient, right? And I think that falling through into the hold and breaking up a whole bunch of the crates is probably not something he's going to want to engage in for you know if he can avoid it so i think what he'll do is after he gets up i think he is well or as he's stumbling about instead of trying to continue the fight he is going to try to cast command on like this is obviously no longer in the ring right so i think he's going to try to cast command on boris which is a wisdom saving throw of 12. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What? Uh, what, what 
do you say as I give you the double middle finger? Yeah. <laughs> Flock of yeah, birds. Yeah, no shit. Uh, swim. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck um, you. <laughs> yeah, at this, I think Lucian's just gonna kind of like, oh shit. Uh, and I think he's, um, well, I'm trying to think if he wants, yes. is he one to run from a fight? He doesn't want to create a ruckus, right? He doesn't want to create a problem. At the same time, you know what? I think he's going to stand his ground because he's also not going to... I don't think retreating from this is going to stop the situation, right? Like, So I think he's just going to... Okay, I mean, that was his action. I think he's going to just... Uh, let's see. Melee weapon attack, melee weapon attack. Yeah. I mean, that was his action, so he's just going to square up. All you can do is move at this point, yeah? Unless you have a reaction that you can use. <sighs> I mean, they have a reaction or a to bonus avoid action, damage, right? Uh, the other stuff I was looking at doing would be, like, uh, lay on hands would be a action. And any type of self-heal would also be an action. And all my smites require it to be a weapon attack. Um, so, yeah, I don't think he's got to run, but I, I don't think he's got to pursue any other type of fighting. He's just got to basically stand there, square up, and um, get ready to try to absorb the next blow with another Stone's Endurance. All right, Boris. Uh, you don't have an another one, do you? Yeah, he's Isn't got just two. One per okay. I think he's got um, two, don't you? I thought that was one per short rest or long rest, but I could be wrong. What's that? No, he's got two stones endurance. All right, two per long rest. All right, uh, I am going to <laughs> just keep attacking. I'm gonna fake a punch. I'm gonna headbutt him. No. I would like to remind you, you did hear the bosun whistle. Oh, I didn't hear the bosun whistle. Boys in rage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ra so rather, to... let me reword. It has been blown. <laughs> yeah, it has been blown. I've so got it... an idea. I think it's my turn. So to okay. try and yeah. soothe the tides here. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say, Boris made it very clear that he doesn't stop until his target is Well, unless, unless he's commanded otherwise. He didn't say that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was very clear. Honestly, yeah, if he gets told to stop. Yeah, I didn't hear the whistle. So yeah. I go to throw a punch and then I headbutt him. Uh, so 18 to hit. Yeah, that'll... I mean, we're I'm not armed, so my uh, AC is 10. Okay, that's actually not... Oh, that's, wow. <laughs> it's just a one. one so that's a that's four. acceptable. <laughs> I'm not even going to use my stone's endurance on that. I'm just going to take the blow. Yeah, okay. yeah. Then I'm going to use my bonus action to uh, uh, action surge. <laughs> and I am going Fuck. to... Um, <laughs> oh, come on! Uh, I'm going to uppercut the shit out of him. <laughs> That's a hit. Yeah, but uh, 16 will hit. On that one, I'm going to use my stones endurance. I thought you used it on the four. No, he no, said I was said said I was he not going to use one four. Oh, okay. That one. Oh, okay. So you took the four, and now yeah. you yeah, took the seven. Four. Okay. Don't take the seven. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, All right. So that's a ten on the endurance, but I'm out of stones endurance now. So, so I just looked at the points. Oh God. <laughs> so there was so so Boris in retaliation uh, of mm -hmm. this of this command that 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 um because he's still in fight right so he sees yeah. lucian is cheating at this point so he's 
So he's coming at him even harder. He comes at him with a double strike. Headbutt nails him. And then he comes in with a, a, a huge uppercut that uh, luckily, because of the head headbutt, as Lucian's starting to re come back and regain his composure, he sees it coming, so he just uses it, and, and it glances up, and he absorbs that again uh, off of his chest or whatever. And it basically hits him, but doesn't really do anything. Glancing blow. Nina, you're up. All right. Words that would never would that no one would ever think would come out of her mouth as she run. I, I'm about 15 feet away, so as she runs towards Boris's back, she goes, "Boris, please!" and goes to touches him on his back to charm him, as she's saying, "The bosun blow the blow the whistle, please stop." Please roll a uh, a wisdom saving throw. You've got to be 13. Uh, oh. yeah. Okay. So, so reason does reach your mind. You do, you do hear her. Uh, do I I have, I, is there advantage because I'm in combat? No, because because technically, so is everyone else, right? I mean, and she's right yeah. there. And she's not been hostile to you at this point. Right? And, and so that, was yeah. react, no. that, that was your react. No. That was your. That no. was your. No, I, ha I have advantage. It must make a wisdom saving throw and does so with advantage to you or your companions are fighting it. Are you fighting Nina? She's Nina? your companion. She's not mine. Yeah, she's a companion. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Well, I, I still need uh, about 13. Mm -hmm. like, I, yeah. like, I'm still probably going to fail. <laughs> but... I mean, yeah, I thought that when you got my 20 oh, against me before. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. You just failed by <laughs> one. Oh, that's a 12. Okay. All right. Sorry so for you everyone are... listening at home. I did not mean to blow out your eardrums. <laughs> you're, the, you're the voice of reason. You tell him what exactly? I go, I, my hand's still on his back. It's trembling against his back. She is terrified right now. But she goes, Boris, the bosun blew the whistle. The fight is done. Please stop. Just stop. No one's trying to hurt you. Just stop. And I'll, I'll slowly take my hand away. I'll take a step back and prepare to face step away. I'm sure it worked, but I'm I'm still nervous because this is Boris. And uh, that's my turn. Uh, so I guess at this point, can I... I can probably... Can I tell that Boris is going to... Like, what's his stance? Does Boris seem aggressive? Does Boris seem placated? You haven't given up, and he's still in a fighting stance. Hmm. You would see Nina behind him, probably. Yeah, I'm just thinking with Nina... I'm sorry, with, with Nina casting charms, that's not the same as getting you to give up. You're like, you're right. calm, right. but you're still in a fight. Right. And She's... I did warn him that the bosun has blown the whistle, trying to tell him, like, this is done. She's my friend, I trust her, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to finish you. <laughs> okay. So, what is this, what are you using, Nina? Farm person. So, uh, he sees me as an ally for a minute. And I'm using it with the intent to, like, bring him down from his fighter's high. Right. Hopefully he, hopefully he hears the reason of, like, you know, the people who the boatswain has said, stop, you need to stop, please stop. Like, nothing's attacking you, you're not in danger, just settle. Okay, so in this case, 
Um, he is charmed, very specifically, until uh, you or your companions yeah, until do, I do anything, anything harm. Him. Right. The concern here is that I'm trying to think. So even though Boris has been charmed by Nina, that doesn't mean he's not going to just come over and kill Lucian. Let me do this then, because I didn't move. I didn't finish all my movement. I was like, I'm going to get in front of Boris and just look into his face. Like, and it, she is scared shitless, but she and she's quivering a little bit. But she's just like, please stop. So also, like, where's the rest of the crew at this point? <laughs> Not jumping down twenty feet to break their legs. <laughs> but if Not Nina was able it. to, no. you, you gotta, if you Nina gotta was understand. able to make it two floors down. Yeah, okay. but her yeah. Con so understand that her concern. She she react. Everyone else's reaction was that of of shock and awe, and I said that. So you had basically had a free round. Um. So at this point, and in that free round, Nina went downstairs. So at this point, the bosun. The first mate, they are definitely on the stairs, right? So that's their job to break things up. So they are six seconds away from being there. Okay. However, All right. they, they can see you and they 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 are always evaluating what's happening. Okay. In that case, then I think what Lucian's going to do is he is looking pretty hurt. He can't take too many hits. I and the he doesn't want to creature be regard here. you as friendly as a friendly acquaintance. He, I'm not only Nina. So I am going to go ahead and use lay on hands and heal myself for ten, and that is gonna be the action I'm gonna take. So Lucian's gonna go ahead and he's gonna use his full action basically to bolster his hit points up a little bit more. And he's gonna not attack, he's not gonna be aggressive. I think maybe use his movement to slowly try to back out, but in you know, he's not just gonna turn his back on Boris. So I think that's what he'll do is he'll heal himself up and kind of back out a bit. Um well shit. Where's Nina at right now? She's right in front of him, like kind of like hands hovering in front of his chest. It's like she is trying to keep him from going forward towards you and get his attention on her. Okay, he's going to trust you in that, and he's going to just basically back away or start moving away. Um, but yeah, that's going to be him. So he'll heal himself up, and he's going to try to back away from the situation, but you know, still staying on the defensive as best as best he can. Boris, it's your turn. Unless you're going to move, Lucian. Uh, yeah, that was the thing, was heal up, try to basically back away a bit. Okay. You could easily back out of his out of his range. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get away, yeah. like show he's not hostile. Yeah, right. I'm trying him. to exit combat. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I okay. don't know how much room we have down down below. Right. It's, like, is it... So if you remember what I said, I, is that whole bottom deck? There's a hallway that goes all the way down from 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 the bow to the stern. Okay. So you could literally go all the way to the bow of the ship. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll spend my whole movement moving away from Boris so that he is not able to strike me on this turn, hopefully. All right, Boris, you're up. I watch him run away like a scalded dog, and I look to Nina and smirk. Some champions. I turn my back on her and start walking up the stairs. 
Alright. I assume it's my turn then. Well, I'm going to say that ends combat. Yeah. So you're Unless free she to punches him in the back. So you're free to <laughs> right. move, which she could. No. Uh, what I want to do is I want to go towards those crates. Like, look like I'm checking to see if, like, some, something's horribly damaged and there's something I, start, I can start many, but I'm going kind of towards the direction of that crate, and I want to see if I can see what broke out of it or what's opened inside of it. Because uh... I know the boss bit, the boss, the boat's one is is down here, so I just want to pretend, like, I just want to see it on my peripheral. Well, they're they're mostly paying attention, so the the first mate uh, goes up to um, Boris. Um, puts his hand on his shoulder. Uh, uh, says good fight, and basically in a friendly manner, escorts him back up the stairs just to make sure that the fight is, is broken up. You know, so that, so that, but he's going to take them upstairs in front of the crew. Um, the, the bosun gathers Lucian and escorts him up the stairs. So basically, everybody's back upstairs. Um, except me. Except you, that's your choice. But there's, so, and then whatever crew members were upstairs, which is most of the crew, uh, I would say maybe Cookie would be the only one downstairs um, uh, or if maybe somebody was not feeling well like Vesper, she's probably down with Cookie helping him to be honest uh, and uh, which makes perfect sense, right? So and so they they take you up in front of of the crew and in 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 top form they they face you off to each other and Nina, you're downstairs okay. and the expectation is for you guys to shake hands and and, and you know, win or lose, that's that's the that's the tradition as you've observed over the past three years. Oh, I keep walking. Because no one wants won and no one lost. It got broken up. Oh no, so. it was it was a it was a clear winner. He didn't you. relent. I'm sorry, so. what? He didn't relent. He didn't give up, so I, got I mean, it's away, also pretty clear so. that we got that, like, fighting downstairs and breaking up the cargo is not going to be part of a normal fight ring fight. It so, still, it still doesn't matter. Fight, fight is over. Win right. or lose is irrelevant. So you're saying like this is a tie sort of thing? Shake hands. There's never a winner. They, they, they don't fight to win. That was made very clear to you. That's not what this is about. This is grievances. Is... Grievances air. And at the end, you, they always shake hands. That's part of the part of what they do. Oh, so this isn't the shake hands, I concede defeat. This is the fight's over, good fight. Correct. Okay, that's, I think, where we were getting confused. So before when when Hayes went to offer his hand to, um, to Lucian, um, that was, that basically, he was presuming that the fight was over, and that was the end of the fight. It was irrelevant of who won. Lucian decided to, to, to cheap shot him and to discontinue the fight or to continue the fight. Lucian didn't cheap shot him though. He got back up and prepared. He, no, you're I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. So rather than, yes, yeah, so he got up and he, he squared off. You're right. Okay, okay. Right. But Lucian didn't throw any punches after that. Uh, it didn't matter. You continued to fight because the, the, 
no, Lucian, you threw a fight. You threw a, 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 I didn't, a punch. Yes, you did. I didn't because that's throw what anything he used. after we went downstairs. No, no, I'm talking no, about, so the fight about the fight Oh, yes, yes, with Hayes, yes. So we're good on the Hayes part. I think what the confusion was here was like the shaking of hands amidst defeat, and that's where we're all co got confused. We understand now that it's just the end of the fight, you shake hands, you go your separate ways. Yeah. So that's okay. where we got confused. Okay. Right, but which you... solution would essentially not... I mean, basically, he backed away to be like, hey, we need to stop fighting while we're down here in the cargo hold breaking up shit. Uh, but I don't think Lucian sees this as being... I don't think he sees it as him retreating or as anything of that nature. He's just like, okay, we stopped fighting. Now we're upstairs. And he just kind of looks at Boris and says, meh, better luck next time. Or maybe we'll finish this next time. Uh, Boris. <laughs> so even though the crew will probably think less of him, Boris doesn't stop to shake his hand. He doesn't turn back around when it's done. And he just keeps walking because... That's his mindset at this point. Mm -hmm. So he can get blackballed from the crew, which he may or may not realize or understand or even care, but he walks away from everything at this point. That tracks. It's in the box, Bruce. What's that? I said, what's in the box, Bruce? All right. Um, you find three vials, some sort of potion, or sorry, four, some, four vials, some sort of potion. Uh, it's difficult because I, I assume you're just looking quickly. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I saw whatever that, I'm wondering if they broke open that small crate I saw before and yes. if I can peek in that. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, so four vials. Yes, you see, you see four potions. You see a small silver bird and a scroll case. Okay. Um, do the potions look like health potions to me? They do. Oh. Can anyone see me? Not right now. I... I take the squirrel case. All right. And I hide that deep in my bear hoodie. All right. You have and then the I, I join. Perfect. And I go upstairs to join everyone else. Like, oh, my God, what happened? All right. So the the the, the crew is there. Um. Boris, where do you go? I just walk across the ship. Um, like, if they're still here. It's probably like, wow, that was a really awesome moment, and now it's just kind of a bunch of sour grapes. So the moment's probably room for everybody. But again, that's not his concern or even insight to realize that. So he's just kind of walking across the ship because he's still heated. I you're you're even in your heated moment you even with a with a with your passive you're able to ass, assess exactly what you said but assessing it and and caring are completely different things which obviously 
Absolutely. Boris doesn't care. Boris wouldn't care. <clears throat> but at the very least, he definitely notices the vibe changing. But again, doesn't care. All right. So the 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 um the rest of the of the crew, uh, basically, it, it, it as you said, it it ends. Um, the crew is you know they're 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 it's pretty it's pretty somber mood. Um, they get back to work, and the uh, and the day continues on and and as as expected. will say at some point Nina will go find Boris. I assume he stayed up top and is just blowing up his team and being by himself. For the most part. For the most part. She's gonna go find him and she's gonna stay at least 15 feet away from him to always have face dip at the ready but at his back to his back to say you didn't have to stop you could have walked around me so thank you for not doing that and that's all she's gonna say to him she'll wait a sec to see if he responds but... um boris throws his hand up kind of dismissing what you say like uh he ran he knew he was done still thank you and that's all she'll say go away I just wave her off as she walks away. Kind of pacing. Kind of want to fight somebody else. Where's Decker? <laughs> <laughs> Better yet, where the fuck Spivey? <laughs> <laughs> Spivey is up in the mass, not coming down for like three days. <laughs> Deckard's, Deckard's still sitting up on the thing where he was. He hasn't, he hasn't moved. Spivey is with uh, Dirk and, and Rise there. They're uh, working the riggings right now. Like I said, pretty normal. Uh, everybody gets back to what they need to do. Uh, this isn't new to them. They've seen fights go sour, right? Um, it's, it's again, their whole, their whole thing is that they are a mobile moving family. They realize that not everybody is cut from the same cloth. Everybody see, sees things differently. So, you know, they, they realize that, that different strokes, different folks, and uh, uh, they're, they're, nothing changes for them to a degree, right? I will say I go find Lucian and I uh, care what him. I would say, as Nina is doing this, I look to her and I say, so did you know that the mayor of Bluemore just, like, said he was mayor and people were okay with that? Like, did you know that that's a thing? Um, I mean, there was, like, a regent of some sort. Maybe he's decided to call himself the mayor. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, if no one cares, then no one cares. Yeah, it's weird. I was talking to, uh, <laughs> talking to our lovely helmsman about it strange how politics work in certain parts, eh? Oh, you have no idea. 
I, yeah. Hopefully they don't run this one out of town. Last one, I think... Well, that was 80 years ago. He got run out being chased, like, tied to a boar. Something about messing with his cousin, like, sleeping with his cousin, I'm not sure. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they don't run this mare out after we burn down the town. Uh, that's right, we did that. Oh, dear. Yeah, I can't look too well for that poor fellow. Madame Delphine is going to send such a bill. Well, let's go see if Vesper's over her seasickness of today. Yeah, sounds good. And then Lucian just, uh, yeah, we'll carry on. And with that, I think we wrap up this session of, of our second chronicle. Woo! Holy moly. Woo! We all found out that Boris can dish out. <laughs> <laughs> He's a brawler. Yeah, Jesus Christ, that unarmed damage. Oof. I lost one hit point that fight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fallen 20 feet. Good yeah. God. That comes oh, I... I enjoyed that immensely. I am so glad you did not make that wisdom save. Ooh. I was going to face step away, but I figured he's probably going to turn on me for touching him, so, like, I need to be bomb loose. <laughs> you have, uh, something in your mind about Boris, and you have no idea. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like that sentence. I don't... <laughs> well, um, like I said, we don't want to give uh, too much way, save it for our table for D4, I suppose, but uh, you know, we've got we've got next session, we should be uh, getting into combat with with the things that are climbing up the side of the, of the ship so like I said, I think we end our session here, so uh, on behalf of of myself uh, David, Kaylee, Johnny, and Kirsty. Thank you all very much for joining us, and uh, do join us for Table for D4 as well as our next session. And remember, dorks are dangerous. Bye.